The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! How are you? Well, I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm great. No problems. Good. Glad to hear it. Uh, if you want to watch us do this, you can do it at uh, twitch.tv slash church lazo, right? Yep. Church right. of do Lazo. That. Or you can text us. Text line 913-586-7965, correct? Correct. And uh, if you need to catch up with us anywhere, just go to lazo.church. Yes. There you go. I think we've covered everything now. Yeah, follow us on social media. Something's wrong with that guy over there, I can tell. Something happened. I told you when we walked in. Nothing's wrong. What was the the first thing I said, Lazo? I said, oh, did you drink last night and watch some 90 Day Fiance? I said, yeah. Mm -hmm. I said I watched the tunnel. Oh, you didn't say, like, yeah. There's a lot of pausing. I've been trying to figure out our closed captioning on this Twitch all goddamn afternoon. I'm not sure if it's working yet. It's been frustrating. That's the only thing, I swear to God. Well, we'll find out. Okay. I like Go to pick it. and prod. I know you do. I like to try to find out what's bothering you. What, bothering what's your me. instinct say? I'm going to get inside you. <laughs> <laughs> what's your instinct say? Me? Right now, yeah. Uh, it's always girl trouble. But it does it have to be trouble? Could it just be? Is there? Can you think there's a difference between if he just didn't get enough sleep? Because we all come in here sometimes, no. didn't get enough sleep, don't no. feel good, hungover, no. whatever. Because you just say it. You're like, ah, I'm hungover, and blah, 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 blah. You just no. say it. But when you're like, there's nothing wrong. And I'm like, oh, there's something wrong. But I'm telling you, there's nothing wrong. I bet there's you no are telling me that. because we had no problems. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, is she, if you, do you need us to talk to her? Is she upset about the iPad thing? Uh, no. Is that making not. her mad? No. Oh, okay. She upset about the Tinder thing? I'm not upset about anything. I'm telling you. Really? Okay. She doesn't care that you're on Tinder? Oh my God! Shut up. See? Well, there see. we go. Well, that's always slowly annoying. start shut to walk around. He started it. I'm, I'm just trying to dig. Tell me to shut up. He started it. I you just went. said that she upset you on Tinder. He said that. I don't first. care. You said it. But he said it first. I don't care who said it first. I'm not oh, on Tinder. Just yell at me. I first. was trying to help. I asked if she needed someone oh, yeah, to, right. to text her again. You and guys just say, hey, you always you know, try and make something wrong. It's cool. With nothing. And then I get defensive because no, no, no. it's weird. We can and tell. Like, oh, something's wrong. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. We can tell when we walk in here. Everyone sizes each other up. I can tell when Lazo's not feeling great. He can tell when I'm not feeling great. Everything's good. But when we walked in, we saw you sitting in that other studio and you had a look. I'm trying to figure out this damn closed captioning. Why do we need closed captioning? Right, what's people this say for? if they watch it at work, they can't have the volume on, so they want the oh, closed captioning to work. So would it be like, uh, you know, when you try and watch live stuff with closed captioning, like when you leave closed captioning on the news, yeah. sometimes I'll watch Dateline as it's airing, and it's like they haven't had time to put it up there, and it's all How delayed How do they weird. do that? It, it's AI, right? It just listens to it. And yeah, it just there's, there's, impossible. there's an extension I'm trying to put on. I've been working on it all day, and I, it's still not I always working. thought they did it before the show. They do. So on the on the ones that actually have closed captioning, there are people whose job it is to sit and listen thought, and type it in. And in the NFL, they just have some sort of expert if it's live. I think they're trying like to type it. Like a stenographer. Yeah, and then I think like on YouTube. But for, for us, there's no Twitch person stenographer. Right. Trying to say, like, did he say wiener? Right. Yeah, there's some AI that does it. I think it's AI like it is on YouTube. Or like when you get a voicemail and it transcribes it for you. I think mm. if you watch closed caption on YouTube, a lot of times You're it's right. just that listening to it. Sense. Problem is with this, it's not, gonna, it's not like it's going to say 
Laszlo, and then you know Snow Cone. It'll just be all running yeah. together. But I mean, if they're That's true. if they can see us, I guess they can get it. We'll just say our names before we say anything. Yeah, and I we've never tried it, so who knows how delayed it is? But that's mm. that's why well, Snow Cone. I can't even upset. get it working right now. Mm. All right, well, someone will help you. We'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, they tried to on the Discord, but I still can't figure it out. You'll get it, buddy. You'll yeah, get I'm it. not worried about I that, think Maybe man. come back at it when I'm you got a clear about you, head. <laughs> yeah. Come back when you got a clear head. I'm not worried right. about you figuring right. it out and making it happen. That, like, that's not anything I concern myself with. You should you got, I know. I did. I'm telling you, I, I don't. You've made yeah. it all happen yeah. up till now. <laughs> You'll continue to make it happen in the future. I just think certain days are better days to make it happen. When you got something hanging over your head, nothing just, over my and it's head. all you can think about. Casey Gunner says, "I like it when Laszlo doesn't understand technology that has been around for a while." I really <laughs> like do I. all of it. Well, I, I mean, figured like. They gotta do the closed captioning before a show, right? I've read interviews. I've read up like it's the Sopranos. Is no, they yes. do it and it's recorded. Because I turned it on earlier and you can like test it. And so I was talking to the microphone and it just it just pops up. It it's, does just like yeah, AI yes. on your phone. Talk to I text. don't have to type in. I'm going to say this it's, and then right. say I'm going to say it. Like right. it just pops up. But Laz was talking about if you're watching the Sopranos or a show like that, someone does uh, transcribe. Yeah, it. it says before the show like. Captions provided, provided by, by, and I've read, I've read uh, people on, on, like on Reddit who talk about their weird jobs or interesting jobs. And mm-hmm. one of these guys, his job, he works for one network. He goes through and listens to all this stuff. And sometimes when you're watching something with closed captions, you'll see it kind of skips the word, and you're like, "What? What was said there?" Well, it's because the person who was writing it down, according to this guy, he can't tell what was said there either. And sometimes they just get it wrong. If right. you're watching, you're like, "Well, that wasn't exactly what was said." I but see. Some, some of them sometimes up. they skip a swear word. Right. Exactly. I have they, to do that. They Not might all just the time, skip it. Some of them. Yeah. So there are people that do that. Who knows for how much longer? And then sometimes about. the descriptions of the music makes me laugh. Oh yeah, where it's got like the little funny, song funky, notes. Creative music. I know. I know. <laughs> what? When it's trying to describe yeah. it like a, a mood, intense silence. Yeah. Right. Yeah. With heavy. Ominous breathing, yeah. and but that's like, got to be. That's why, and I know I'm an idiot, Casey. But that's got to be a person doing that. That can't be AI. Yes, that saying, is. You know. Well, Chacho on here said that they uh, used to transcribe for Netflix, so you can do that for a streaming service. It seems like. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I think there are people job. whose job it is to do that. Yeah, you have to be a stenographer. I don't know if they do it that way. I think they hmm. type it out. You probably need to be a pretty fast if you're, especially if you're doing like a live NFL game or something. Well, for that, yeah, those I think they do. They have like a, a lot, maybe they have a live person doing it. Maybe they sometimes also have some of that AI speech to text. But I think most of the time for those live games, they're trying to type it out as fast as wow. they can. And then when they go to replay it, I think it gets fixed. Someone goes in, redoes the closed captioning to make sure it lines up and that it's you know not as messed up. But that yeah. is. A but job. Why? This guy was saying though he got paid by like he had to work. He had to get so many shows done. They'd say you get this many hours of programming done, and so he did have to be able to type okay. quickly because he at the end of the day needed to have however many hours it was. So there you go. Hmm. There's a job. It's not something well, that's that probably have wildly you fascinating, into, but it's also not what's wrong with Snow Cone. We've got plenty to discuss today. There's nothing wrong with me. My God, it could just be something as simple as too many. Uh, but but like, what are they called? Seltzers. Nope. Uh, and a, a disappointing. I don't see how he's sitting. Maybe his hemorrhoids are back. Nope. No, it's not that because he I'll walked around. He wasn't rolling around. When his hemorrhoids are back, you know. No, but sometimes it just starts to bother him. Yeah. Yep. Well, then he does that walk though. Mm-hmm. Like he's got That's a, what I'm looking. Seeing if he's sitting up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I'll prove it if you want me to. They're not back. 
Really? How mm-hmm. would you prove that? He'd show us his well, butthole is what he's saying. One easy way to prove that. Yeah, yeah. why don't you do that? Let's, let's go ahead. <laughs> Since you I brought don't, it up, let's go ahead and do that. I don't want to, but I feel like I have to now. So yeah. turn that stream off or at least your camera <laughs> no, for a second. No, keep the stream on. Well, keep ours on. Let's get reaction vid. Re- People love reaction vids. Wait, now. And also, just keep it on and change the name to you know some sort of doctor show. I yeah, don't think they can do that. Like They'll that. kick Dr. Laszlo. Yeah, no. Not if it's a doctor show. Yes. Yeah, I think then it's, in a, it's for education. Yeah, no. I don't think it's going to work. They'll kick us off. But if we turn off his camera, we can leave ours on, Laszlo, and then we can get a reaction. Reaction videos are huge. It's how these mm-hmm. people get all their followers. Mm-hmm. Reaction videos. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Yeah, Let's see it. it. No. Well, we need to, by the end of the day, we need a reaction to something. You're going to get a reaction. My, if he <laughs> shows us his hemorrhoids, I'm, my reaction <laughs> will be a <laughs> reaction. <laughs> That could also potentially could that All get right. us kicked off? Yeah, I'm that's, not sure. That's way too early. The Church, the Church of Laszlo. All right, what's going on? Not much. How are you? Good. 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 Uh, sorry, I got a little distracted there. I was uh, going to ask use a what coffee. That sounds that good sound to good me too. Yeah. Coffee. Do we, if we had some real milk, we can make this happen. Can I make some. We saw this back there. That. Yeah, there's some coffee back there. We there need is? to just get a. We need to bring in. We've got all the stuff in here. We should just get a Keurig. Yeah, we should, for yeah, sure. Because that would make sense. So what do you think about the big announcement, the um, AFC Championship game being moved to the Mercedes Dome in Atlanta? Uh-huh. Doesn't it feel like a bit of a jinx? Well, you were say, saying that, like, now because they say if they get there, then the that's really going to Because the headline Bill's play. Chiefs AFC game to be moved to, and I'm like, we're right. not there yet. A lot of other teams are like, man. <laughs> right. We're not doing? there yet. And while I do think that it feels like the story this year is all about Buffalo, Oh, yeah. And they've got that, uh, mm-hmm. that drive. That's something to play for. Which, by the way, I mean, he's out of the hospital. Like, he's out. Yeah. That, that is amazing. That was less than two weeks. Anyway, uh, so I could totally see Buffalo. I feel almost confident, uncomfortably so, that Buffalo will make it to the AFC Championship game. I'm guessing you do, too, if you're putting money on it at this point. Okay. So you're not as confident. Well, I mean, you're taking Cincinnati out of that look. I mean, good, I know there's right? Cincinnati. There's, I mean, I know Baltimore, Jackson's hurt, Miami, Tua's hurt. So take them out. If it ends up being Miami, I mean, that's you know, no one's even talking about them, especially well, with that no, last I mean, game. But you never with, know. Yeah, but Tua being hurt, I yeah. like Tua a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I think that I love their coach. He's my favorite coach Who in the is NFL. That guy? The young guy? Yeah. I see him on the sidelines. And I saw him walking through practice. He has pants up. Oh, that's <laughs> and he the guy was grabbing you hitting guys from. on the shoulder, and they're like, he looks like uh, he just took over the company for his weekend while his dad's on vacation. Mm-hmm. He's great. That's exactly. Okay, it. that's the guy mm-hmm. that you were reading me the quotes from. I didn't even think about that. I've seen that. Like, guy I follow TV. all the stuff on, that he does on uh, Instagram, man. And guys, I, like, I, I don't know how. Is I, this his first year? As well, a he, play, he coached for San Francisco before this. Oh. Not the head coach. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, But, yeah, he's super funny. Like, on the sidelines, he was the one who was like, you know, hey, I couldn't sleep last night. To two, and he's like, so I watched some of your old high school football plays. He's like, oh, really? And he starts laughing. He goes, yeah, you were trash, man. <laughs> he starts laughing. And then they said that he was yelling at Justin Field uh, because Justin Field kept scrambling against them and getting yards. And they're like, what did you say to Justin Field? He's like, I asked him to stop running. It was driving me crazy. We couldn't stop him. He just kept running. And he goes, you know, he did it after I asked him to. So I just like every other NFL coach, no, he's not coachable. He's not. He's not. I mean, you can't coach him. So I really like him. So what – I know actually Nick had said something yesterday about how he might call back today. So maybe we could ask him. But, uh, you know, when you're a team owner, 
aren't you upset about the loss of revenue that this causes by having to move the game? And how do they make that up? When that it comes I don't to, know. When it comes to fairness, they had different things to try. I mean, right. this is part I'm of I'm sure it. they split it. But then, right, what do they do with the money? Does Atlanta, I would guess, is going to get a bunch of money that they weren't planning sure. on getting because they're hosting this thing. Do they have to give some money to the Chiefs organization and the Bills organization? I, I don't understand how that works. Also, what do you think it will look like? I mean, I know, Lazo, you are not uh, born in Kansas City, but you lived in Kansas City for a long time. You're a Chiefs fan. When that game, let's pretend, let's assume, like the media is, that that game does go off um, and it's Chiefs-Bills in Atlanta, what do you think it looks like when they show the crowd? You think oh. it's 50-50? You think it's... I think those Bills fans travel. They travel pretty well, right? Yeah, they what travel you- well. I think Kansas City fans probably travel pretty well. I bet you it's 60-40 Bills. Oh, really? You think they'll... I, think just they'll from, I don't know there. anything about Buffalo fans, except for those like Bills Mafia, and they seem... Right, right. right. And I know it's Chiefs Kingdom. I, yeah, I'm going to say Bills fans travel better. When I was a kid, Plus, you know, Chiefs fans didn't travel all that well. It's nice, but- you know... Buffalo, you get to leave Buffalo and go to Atlanta. Right. So Not that leaving Kansas City and going to Atlanta ain't great either. So I've never been to Buffalo. I would like to think that Kansas City is at least better than Buffalo. Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, I know they got a waterfall there. They're close to Canada or whatever. But it seems like a, it seems like a place that I, I wouldn't be jealous of. Like, oh, man, you live in Buffalo. That sounds so awesome. I don't know. The wings sound good. Have you been to Buffalo before? No. It just seems like a town that used to be something seems during like Prohibition. Like and, there. You would? Uh, yeah, like still eight feet of snow, but it looks like a big enough city that stuff still happens there, right? I bet you they that's all a, that's love part hockey I don't know. And, I, you know yeah. Kind of, it's like a snowed-in Pittsburgh. I don't know how much stuff happens there. What do they got, like a minor league baseball team? and some oh, They minor... got the Bills and the Sabres. They got a hockey team. Oh, yeah, they got the Sabres still? Right. I, thought... I think Toronto played there because of COVID. They're right you know, down the street from right. Toronto, right? Weren't they talking? I mean, where, where? I guess is Niagara Falls there? It's not too far, right? Well, so I've been there then. I mean, that's the thing I think of is Niagara Falls and, I guess, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, but I've never been. And where did they, when they were talking about Buffalo potentially leaving, or the Bills potentially leaving, was it to Toronto? Uh, where, yeah, it was Toronto. That's what it was? Yeah. That's what they were trying to stop? Is that yeah. talk over now? As far as I know. I mean, I guess it's never totally over. But I was just going to say, when I was a kid, I didn't think of the Chiefs uh, as like a team that had a lot of traveling fans. Pittsburgh fans traveled. My stepdad was from Buffalo. So yeah. I went to Buffalo a lot. Every every Sunday, we would go down to the Salty Iguana down here, mm-hmm. and they would carry the Buffalo game for oh, him. So are you yeah. a Bills fan? No, they've been my second team. I'm a Chiefs fan first, but right. it's, it's never mattered because right. they've never been good. But Bills have always been when like I was my second. They've right. always been my second team. But yeah. now there's this huge rivalry, and it's... I don't know. I'm a Chiefs fan first and foremost. Right. What team do we know which team travels best? Is it Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. You kind of hear that. Pittsburgh and Cowboys. Seems right. like when Pittsburgh comes to town, there's a lot of Steelers fans walking around, and you see yeah. a lot of them in the stadium. Cowboys are everywhere. Cowboys, like fans, Cowboys fans don't have to travel, though, because there's yeah. just so many default. Yeah. It's like a, That's it. Do they really travel, or are they right. just, you right. know? Yeah, that's true. How many Chiefs fans live in Atlanta right. compared to Buffalo fans? I don't right. know. And with Mahomes there may being be good, more, right? With Mahomes, there may be a lot of Mahomes fans in Atlanta going to watch mm-hmm. it because it does feel like in the last few years you see a lot more red in those away stadiums than you used to in the past. Yeah. I mean, a lot. And with it being, you know, a playoff game again, I don't want to jinx this. I wouldn't even bring it up except that it, it's in the news and people were talking about it. So, and my only question for you, Lazo, was. Do you think it's fair? Like, do you understand why yeah, I mean, yeah, you think it's sure. the, the right okay. move? Sure. Okay. And then I'm just curious if you had any idea how my they thing this is up. that I wish 
I don't understand why they moved it to a dome. That's so weird, right? because I thought like if it was you know a team that played in a dome, then you'd be like, well, we got to play it in a dome, or else it's right. Sure, it's just not fair. And you know what? Sorry for you, outdoor. If it was the Chiefs, you know, yeah. sorry that you're an outdoor team, and but you're gonna have to play in a dome. Yeah. But I don't see why they didn't put it outside, because both are cold-weather teams. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They're both, as much as that matters, which, look, maybe it doesn't matter as much as we talk about it, but we talk about it all the time. People still talk about it all the time. Cold-weather teams, you know, they've got the advantage in cold weather. And uh, yeah, versa. I don't think it matters, like, to say to, like, the players. The players grow up everywhere. Just right. because you play for the Chargers doesn't mean you've only lived in San Diego. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right, so that you know, I'm sure there's some people who will be like, "Man, I've never been, to, never been anywhere this cold, right? Right, or this hot for that matter." But for the most part, you've pro- you've been in college and pro football, you've traveled a lot, you know. But I do think the cold weather outdoors, and Nick could probably be smarter about this than me, would probably favor someone in the sense that it. Harder to throw the ball, yeah. harder to catch the ball. <laughs> the hits are harder, right? <laughs> right. Like, all that, like, you know, getting tackled in a dome, at least in my mind, maybe an NFL player would correct me, but getting tackled in a dome feels a little more comfortable than getting my ass lit up at negative 20 degrees yeah. in Buffalo. That sounds like it hurts. Mm-hmm. And, it, and if they burst. both hurt, it sounds like one takes a lot longer for me to limp off. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would think turf and grass is the biggest thing. If, if you're a team that plays on turf and you get used to yeah. it, then and vice versa that that could be a huge on that benefit. Travis Kelsey podcast they talk about how turf hurts a lot more than yeah. real grass does right and I mean yeah. it's harder to to pivot but on I, and all but my things. argument to that being far be it for me to argue with the Kelsey brothers but is that true when it's frozen that's true yeah, yeah. is that true when it's twenty degrees or is that true like right now yeah I don't know well it's right, getting so, tackled when you see those snow games and it looks cold. frozen out there it looks like that hurts when I get tackled I know that uh, plus I. You know, I guess I don't like it for that sense, too, because I do like, you know, I'm a fan. So I do like to turn on my TV on a Sunday afternoon, and it is just snowing. It's an outdoor sport. Yeah. And mind. you're like, look, these two teams got to play in this. How great is it? I know NFL purists would be like, you know, not, that's more of a purist thing, but some NFL fans would be like, have the best players play in the best environment and see who's better. But I there's something about it just... Seems snowing like, like yeah. yeah here we go because most sports are indoor or outdoor or at least they used to be right and to kind of you know in theory football is an outdoor sport sure that's kind of how it works and high school stadiums are outside and college stadiums i guess are there you could tell me there are college domes are there college domes not that i've never know. never seen I one but think so. i was about to say there's none he'd be like you moron no lsu's in a dome. you just brought that up i don't know that so because so it's, a, it's an outdoor sport it's an outdoor sport. And then you get to the NFL level and a few Why teams Why is have that? It. Because it's an outdoor sport. Probably costs a lot more for the school, right? Whereas Maybe not. To the, you know, city I mean, the school's got a ton of money. And they could use it yeah, for other as things. Much taxpayer populace, right? But it could be used for other things, for events. They could probably host concerts it's there. It's just got to be cost effective. That's the only thing I can think of. I think it's because it's an outdoor sport. And then suddenly you get into the NFL and there's some owners who are like, we're going to do this inside so that we can host a Super Bowl. That's the other thing. It's like, you know, the Super Bowl has to be in a, a warm climate. Syracuse. There you go. Syracuse, Syracuse is in a dome. In a dome. There you go. Makes a lot of sense. The Church of Laszlo. Laszlo, um, I've known you a long time, and I think I know how yeah. you're going to feel about this. Okay. Uh, this new trend. Apparently, it started on TikTok. Have you heard of Lucky Girl, Lucky Girl Syndrome? Have I heard of it? Lucky Girl Syndrome. It's been trending on TikTok. Started with someone who posted a video. Uh, talking about the basics of lucky girl syndrome. And then 
There's another video that I think at this point has even more views. It's like a million views. of these two girls sitting in their car eating noodles while they talk to the camera about lucky girl syndrome. Okay. Basically, they kind of heard of it, and they decided they were going to try it. Okay. I'm going to play you a clip from uh, TikTok where this girl's talking about lucky girl syndrome. I genuinely consider myself one of the luckiest people I know. Like, I get the most insane opportunities thrown at me out of nowhere. There's literally no better way to explain it than, like, it feels like the odds are completely in my favor. And the thing is, it wasn't until I genuinely believed that great things just happened to me out of nowhere that things literally started flying at my face like i'm not kidding and i wouldn't even call this like toxic positivity because i genuinely believe that like the best things just happened to me mm -hmm. toxic positivity that's a yeah. new one to me too i'll have to look that up so there these girls that made this other video they said the two of them seem to be very good friends they said you know we're walking around we're talking about how things just don't work out for us and we're tired of it you know we yeah. keep having all these problems we're complaining sure. so they decided you know what we're gonna do like, we want to get this new apartment, but it's one of these split houses, and we sure. really were hoping to get the bottom room. But we also, you know, want to be nice to the roommates, and we don't want to force them to stay sure. upstairs if they don't want to. And this whole thing, they said, you know what we're going to do? We're just going to start acting like everything always works out for us, and we're going to say it. So the two of them began saying, everything just works out for us. Anytime something came up, they would say, it'll be fine. Everything always works out for us. We're right. just super lucky. Everything works out for us. And they claimed that as soon as they started saying that, from the time they started saying to each other, everything just works out for us. We're really yeah. lucky. Everything works out. Everything has been working out for them. They got a call from the future roommate who said, you know, I was thinking about it, and I think you should have the bottom room. I, you know, you guys deserve the mm -hmm. bottom room, and I'll be upstairs. And they said, this is just one of the many things, everything, even if it's just going to a restaurant thinking that it's going to be closed, and on the way there, someone might say, they might be closed. Then the other one has to say, no, it's not. Everything always works out for us. And since right. they've started saying that, their lives have gotten better. I don't think this is such a crazy thing. I understand no. that it seems silly, and calling it lucky girl syndrome seems silly, but it's a lot like the secret. With the yeah. secret, the difference is you kind of focus mm -hmm. on something you want, think well, about that, it. This is exactly the same. Okay, so does the secret I also think, say... Well, I mean, no. Well, I mean, they call it a secret, and they give it a different thing, but it's no different than just, like, you know, positive mental reinforcement. Enforcement. Right. Like, I mean, we know that that works. Yes. So, like, if you say, hey, what, what do you want? I want to get out of debt. Yeah. And you just keep focusing on getting out of debt, right? Yep. You're going to slowly start to make strides towards that because it's what you're thinking about doing and what you're trying to accomplish. Right. So, you know, put down your mission. If you put down a mission, there's a reason why it's a mission statement. You put down a mission statement and follow it and then move forward confidently. Like, no, I'm going to do this. Yeah. There can't be any doubt. R right. But if you move forward confidently with a mission statement, I'm, you know, you may not always get exactly what you want. You can come pretty, pretty damn close. It's been a long time since I watched The Secret, but I remember thinking the example that I use, like a Mustang, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, so you want a Mustang. So just start thinking about how you want that and don't stop thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Because what you will start to do is... You can, sure, you can write down plans and budgets and all those sure. things as well, but you also will eventually, according to them, subconsciously start to make decisions without yes. even thinking about it that lead you closer and closer to that thing that you want, that Mustang, right. whatever it is. And this sounds very similar to me, except these girls are basically saying, uh, be positive and say, yeah. hey, everything always works out for us. I do believe that yeah. there is a lot to be said of course. for putting on a smile when it's faked. Of course. You don't always have to. I'm not asking you to always fake that you're happy or to not talk about your problems, but sometimes just fake it, and it might just you, you might start to feel better. Now, if you don't, yes, okay, I get it. Talk to someone. But for those little things, if you just 
stay positive, as Laszlo says. Sure. And th- I do believe that. Yeah. <clears throat> My, so my I don't mom, mean bad things won't happen to you. No, but bad things happen to everybody. But I think if you walk around with your shoulders shrugged and uh, everyone screws me over, I'm a victim. These people screwed me over. This screwed me over. It's not my fault where I am. Like that snowballs. Right. Yes. And you just stay in it. Comes it. And then you start cloud. to live in it. Right. Yeah. And now you're just in it. And you. But if you're like, no, I'm going to get through this. Here's my goal to get through this, right? This is how I'm going to get through it. And then you just start walking forward. You'll get through it. So it says here, the general mm-hmm. idea is that good things will happen if you tell yourself that everything always works out for you. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, in some sort of, I guess you could say mystical way, but there's probably right. a good explanation for it. Uh, the deck I think people think it's dumb because, favor. like, you know, the way they're kind of selling it is it's like, like it's well, magical. I just wanted to. Get that lower apartment. Okay, well, I don't know what you did, how that worked. I'm not, yeah. I'm not with you. But the idea behind it's not magic. No. It's moving forward towards something you want. And, like, so my mom's religious. So for her, you could insert God there. You know, God always takes care of me. Right. You know, that sort of thing. It'll be okay because God takes care of me. Sure. And she believes that. And I think that there well, is... Well, it's no different than, like, I guess. I mean, I don't think it'll work if you just say... I'll be honest with you. I don't think it'll be work if you just like they did at least have things that they wanted yes they did i don't think you can just be like god will take care of it because i think that's too eh, wishy-washy i think it's like hey we're behind on the mortgage and god's going to take care of it and i'm behind on then i think you start moving forward if you need god to walk with you then that's one thing i mean that's what i mean it's basically no different than what joel osteen will tell you mm-hmm. yes it's really just a power of positive thing it's probably been around since forever well, right they, they get to that yeah uh, and then i think what the really changes it if you do singular of purpose example like uh you know it was so you can't want many things on many fronts so you have to singularly focus on what that is. And you can even make it smaller and smaller and smaller. But I was managing a Little Caesars, and I started to go to broadcast schools. Like, I'm going to get into radio. Right. I couldn't be like, I'm going to get into radio, or maybe TV, or maybe journalism. Or, you know, if this came around, I'd like to do that. Or maybe I'll start produ- That never works. Yeah. Never works. Okay. It's got to be like, yo, I'm going to get a job in radio. Yeah, and then you just do it, mm. yeah. and you're either you measure it by every day. And I tell my kids this all the time: uh, you are either one step closer to your goal or one step further away. That's just time. So if your goal today, whatever it is, was to lose ten pounds, and you didn't do anything today, you're further away from that goal today than you were if you would have done something today to get there. Yes, that's it. And while I agree with you that if you say God will take care of the mortgage, God might not take care of the mortgage. You're taking care different. of it, sure. But it don't don't you said basically don't put all your eggs in that basket. Well, like, even they say you know it won't work. God doesn't just come down and give you the money. It takes work. Right, right, right. Well, so He's going to help you get through this. So however you want to label that, if it's God, the secret, magic, power, 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 positive thinking, whatever it is, it's you putting in the work. But I but also you don't even think- know you're putting in the work. I think that what comes into play where this, apparently so, this lucky girl syndrome is actually called a law of assumption, which is close yes. to the secret. It the is. secret is law of attraction. So law of assumption, uh, this guy came up with in the 60s. I think, let's say you don't get the apartment, and you're mm-hmm. the girls that say everything always works out for us. Well, if you don't get the bottom apartment, you find out you get the top one, then you say, well, everything always works out for us. So now what you're saying is, 
maybe this will end up being for the best. That's exactly. the same thing my mom would do when she says, well, God will take care of it. Right. Because this it was supposed to be, right? It right. was meant to be. It'll work out in the end. So yeah, in the 1960s, this guy came up with this law of assumptions, and people are pointing out that that's basically what this sure. is. If you assume something's true, it eventually manifests itself sure. and becomes a reality. And then they said it's also quite and similar to the but law more, of attraction. More, more and more people do it in a negative. Yes, of and course. that's what destroys your life. We all that's know those the people. part that right. Like I assume she's cheating on me. Yeah. Well, okay. If that if that's your single focus is that she's cheating on you and you're going to catch her, then she is. Yeah. And she will. It's going to happen. Right? Like that's it's but people would understand that in a negative way. If I just told you that, you would be like, "Of course that happens." But if I said, "Uh, you're going to go out and you're going to meet someone you really love." Right? And you made that your singleness of purpose? You will. Yes. You will. I agree. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. The problem is it takes work. That's a mix of both. Now you're mixing law of assumption and law of attraction. Yes, of course. And I think that they are. But so there are people that are critics of this. And those people say, of course they are. It's just they're the people with the black clouds, (laughs) right? They say it's delusional. And they're the ones who call it toxic positivity. Yeah. You know what? I don't even want to know what the hell toxic no. positivity is. I'm telling is. you. And so, but I'm I sure do believe stupid. that's got to be singleness of purpose. And it can be really small. Yeah. Like, I even talk, like, playing sports. Like, I tell kids that I coach or whatever, like, we just use, like, a linebacker position. I think I was actually talking to my oldest about this earlier this morning. It's funny that it's come up. Um, if you're a linebacker, right, and you say, on this next play, I'm going to blitz and sack the quarterback, Right. You have to do that with confidence, and you have to believe that you're going to do it, and then you cannot doubt yourself while you're doing it. What happens is you're like, I'm going to blitz, and I'm going to sack the quarterback. Then something happens. You're like, oh, no, I think the running back's coming this way. Maybe I should dead in the water. Go do Say what you're going to do, and then go do it. Yes, and I also think that and if do you say it, and you're going to sack the quarterback, that if you believe it, and it doesn't happen – there's that's a fork in the road and you can either dwell on that and then you get like in sports you might get the yips or whatever right Right. this isn't going to happen uh for me like i was i was a bowler that's what i did on a league as a kid growing up so if i got into that mindset i was like i can't get this strike for some reason i can't hit a damn strike but if i told myself i will then once i did it's like of course of course you know and you remember that like i just got to be more confident that's all it is i'm looking up toxic positivity the uh signs of it are experiencing guilt uh for being sad or angry which, okay, I guess they're saying that that could be unhealthy. You don't want to feel guilty about feeling sad or angry. Um, if you recite positive quotes about hard situations, an example would be just stay positive. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, dismissing others' difficult feelings, hiding painful emotions, and ignoring your own problems. Okay, sure, sure, sure. That and can also, be, well, you're not ignoring your problems. Right. They, you're handling exactly. them. And you're you trying to handle them. What you're not doing is living in them. Right, and dwelling on well, them. Well, you want me to live in them. Yes. I'm not saying I don't have problems. What yes. I'm saying is I'm trying to fix them. And in order to do that, I need to move forward confidently that I have a plan. I have a plan. And I'm going to execute that plan. Just make it that easy. Yeah. I want a Mustang. I'm going to get a Mustang. Okay. Law of attraction. Now let's start going. Right? Because yeah. I'm guessing if you do that, maybe it's, maybe it's little baby steps. But your mind tells you, hey, you know what? I'm just going to make coffee at home. Well, now I'm one step closer to yeah. getting that Mustang. It may be a dollar, yeah. but I'm one step closer. And that's how it works. The Church of Laszlo.
It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo, what's going on? We are doom scrolling, and I'm glad to know, Laszlo, that you have, you share some of my same confusions when it comes to Jeff Beck, because I saw that Jeff I Beck sure died. I was in Faces. Me too. I thought Jeff Beck, if you said name one other person in Faces other than Rod Stewart, I'd say Jeff Beck. Because that, all that those guys work when similar bands are with in the same band, like Jimmy Page, Ronnie Wood, Jeff Beck, So Jeff Clapton. Beck, who's in the Yardbirds, right? But yes. then doesn't go, and he plays with Jimmy Page, but doesn't go to Zeppelin. Yes. Right? And then there's the Jeff Beck band, or whatever the, the hell it's called. Ronnie Wood was in. And Rod, Rod Stewart at least was in some of those big songs, right? Was he yes. just a guest singer? Is that what it was? I'm not sure. That's what's confusing. Look up. If, right. I don't know if you can Wikipedia on that computer you're on, but try looking up the Jeff Beck group and see if Rod Stewart was a member of that. I know Ronnie Wood was at one time. Also, it's all very if you look at the pictures yes, of Rod, he was. Who was? Rod, Rod Stewart. Stewart was a member, right? Okay. Yeah. So then you have Faces. Right. Which is Rod Stewart, but now you got Ronnie Wood. And honestly, if we're looking at those pictures of Ronnie Wood yeah, and Jeff Beck over the years, I may not have known that they were two different people. I may not have thought of both of them at the same time before. I know both the names. If you said one of their names to me yesterday, I get an image in my head. Mm-hmm. Might be the wrong person, might be the other person. But I get that image, that haircut. You know, I, I, I can see him. And then today, as I'm reading about him, I'm thinking, I don't know actually that I knew the difference. But Jeff Beck mm-hmm. passed away. A two-time inductee into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame who expanded the creative possibilities of his instrument. British guitarist Jeff Beck spent over a half century defying commerce and compromise and thrilling listening. I saw, was it maybe okay. Jimmy, Jimmy Page saying he's I'm going to get this for you. Ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, faces are an English rock band formed in 1969 by members of Small Faces. Mm-hmm. Lead singer Steve Marriott left to join Humble Pie. Mm-hmm. And the remaining small faces, some Ian guy, I don't know, Ronnie Lane and Kenny jo- Jones were joined by Ronnie Wood and Rod Stewart. Mm-hmm. And, well, that, and that was the face, Jeff Beck group. The Jeff Beck group, okay. Right. So that's, that's, there is crossover. And if you look at the Jeff Beck group's timeline mm-hmm. when they were active and faces, there's crossover mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So both of them were. It's all very incestuous. A, now, I don't know nothing about playing no guitar. I, I like the way it sounds, mm-hmm. but I did see quite a few people today saying Jeff Beck was literally the greatest. I think Jimmy Page might have been one of them. There was a Probably. bunch of different tributes. How good was he, Snowcone? He was really, really good. Really, really, really like, good? Like, Probably on Mount Rushmore, like but upper echelon for sure. They are really trying good. to make it sound like he invented the feedback electric guitar sound that became ubiquitous in rock well, I listened music. to that Zeppelin book I just finished, and they, the way Jimmy Page, who I think is probably the greatest ever, talked about him was like he was the guy. It was like him and Clapton were the guys. Have you heard before that he's the one who came up with the idea of using feedback and all that noise in an electric guitar? Because when but I see that sense. stuff when someone dies, I go, okay, well, you know, it's a eulogy. Um, yeah, you know they're trying to say nice things about him. Doesn't mean that it's not true, but I also got to take it with a grain of salt. I, I would say whatever they say about Jeff Beck, like I would believe it's he was that good. Do you think Rod Stewart is sexy? I, I do. And do you think <laughs> do. he's do you think he's cool? Raise your hand if you think Rod Stewart is cool. Me. Okay, I didn't know if Snowcone would raise his hand there. Mm-hmm. Is that just because he played with those guys, or do you think yeah. Rod Stewart? Okay. Yeah. 
you got to be cool to be around those guys. Rod Stewart's cool. And I think people don't understand that he's cool just because maybe, you know, they're... Grandma listened to him, or mom, or whatever. But who knows? I just looked it up. Not, I don't take anything away from Jeff Beck, but just a quick Google search, yeah. and there could be a million different sources. But they yeah. say that feedback was uh, Jimi Hendrix. Mm. Jimi Hendrix. That makes sense. That could be it too. Yeah. I mean, hell, that makes a lot of sense, he right? Close to his ample. Uh, would have uh, been around the same time, and yeah. A, yeah. Uh, okay, so this uh, weight loss drug. That, mm-hmm. We were talking about this a little Wagovi. bit earlier too. There's Ozempic Wagovi. and Wagovi, or is it Wagovi? Ozempic and Wagovi, whatever the hell they're called. Turns out they're uh, the same <clears throat> drug, but they can different come in doses, different right? doses. You can also get – there are some of the doses that are the same, but you can get them in different doses. So one is approved for weight loss. Uh, the other is not. But they're both uh, medications that can be used for type 2 diabetes. When I looked at the website here for I, Wagovi, I guess it was, I mean, it you know had all the clinical stuff and all the small – Fine print, but it, it was being advertised as a weight loss drug. That's what I'm saying. I think that's the one that comes in the higher doses that Elon Musk used to lose weight. He doesn't have diabetes. He got that for weight loss. Okay. I don't think, the way I understood the article, I don't think Ozempic can be, if somebody gives that to you for weight loss, it has to be off brand or whatever. That You know what I mean? Where they, uh, what is that when it's not? What off is label. You, yeah. yeah, off label, whatever it is, right? Yeah. But Wagovi, I guess, can be diagnosed for that um, or prescribed. It's the same, well, I don't know what I'm talking about. It was one article drug, about Elon Musk. Right. Well, I'm just, and I'm reading from some of these websites now. It says that it's the, uh, the same drug. Wagovi's maximum dose is 2.4 milligrams, uh, while Ozampic uh, maxes out at 2 milligrams. Anyway, the problem is this has become a huge trend on TikTok that people have been talking about. Oh, using also Ribolysis. Ribolysis. That, that one I don't know I think about. that's... The same thing as those two, only you can take it in pill form. Oh, okay. So, yeah, because everything that I've seen in the last few months when they've been talking about this, it's the, it's the injection. It's these shots. It's got a little dial on it, and right. you inject it just like you would your insulin. And I know that however many months ago it was, we talked about this big craze on TikTok where women, it seemed like it was mostly women in the videos, were talking about, hey, this is a, a miracle drug. You can lose weight with this. So then people were running out to their doctors trying to get prescriptions for this. Now, it was good for the drug company. They were making a lot of money. And at that point in time, that was basically the whole story. Now, I guess this makes sense. The follow-up story is there are shortages. And those shortages, of course, are hurting the people who need it for type 2 diabetes more so than the person who just is trying to help themselves lose weight. Because okay. if you need it for diabetes and you've been taking it and suddenly can't get it, that's a problem. And we have all kinds of medication shortages still in the United sure. States. It's crazy to me. COVID was 2020. And people still can't get their prescriptions. Well, are they saying drugs. they're short of it because of that, or are they short of it because there's, everybody started trying to get both. it? Well, they're saying because everyone's trying to get it, yes. Right, okay. But to me, it's just crazy that if everyone's trying to get it, not that long ago, I would have said they'll make plenty of it. You know, Lazar, you always said they ain't going to run out of it. Right. That's no, what you used true. to, because that's how it I'm felt. I'm guessing they will. And, right, that's, that's kind of how it felt. Like, they won't run out of it. They're going to make it. If they can make money on it, they'll keep making it. And as I was looking up the shortage, it said, here's the quote. Um... Uh, Eli Lilly has stated that it is working around the clock to ensure adequate supply of the GLP-1 agonist uh, terzipatide, which apparently competes with them, and they say we're going to have plenty of it, and that's called Manjaro. Okay. So if you didn't have, like, almost like if you didn't have enough whoever made Ozempic, you better start making it because every other drug company now I mean, they obviously can smell cash, right? Of course. 
Well, so this article that I sent myself this morning about this, Lazo, it's, it's talking about how if there's some sort of weight loss drug, everyone's going to jump on the bandwagon. And they named other drugs. Do you remember Fin? fin? Yeah, but that killed people. Oh, yes. yeah, Fin, fin. Uh, Atkins, obviously. Um, but that then, wasn't a drug. No, that was a trend, though, I guess. But then they also said Olestra, which is the thing that I was talking about a couple of weeks ago, this uh, stuff that they were cooking with. Isn't that what Olestra was? Mm. We just had this conversation about the chips that gave you diarrhea. Wasn't that Olestra? Or am I confusing that? Anyhow, maybe that's the other thing Laza was talking about that came in those bottles that you could take the capsules of. Anyhow, now people with the type 2 diabetes are worried because there's a shortage. Shane Anthony was diagnosed with diabetes four years ago. It really makes me mad. It infuriates me. And it's like, you people don't need it. Us, the diabetics, we need it. That's not fair. We need it to stay alive. He's saying we need it to stay alive. I get what he's saying, but if these people are taking it and a doctor said you're obese... And you need to take it. Well, then, wouldn't they that losing weight stop them from becoming diabetic? Like it's not it's not necessarily a vanity thing. Well, what about the? Well, I guess there's a lot of vanity, right? But if somebody's taking it because they're obese and the doctor gave it to them, and, and, and who knows? Then wouldn't it be a health issue anyway? I mean, we say obesity is what like the biggest mm-hmm. preventable so, cause of death, right? So now if they're using it for that, then I don't really understand why people would. I mean, I get why you'd be upset if you couldn't get it. Yes, but I don't understand why you would say you don't need it. I get what the only you're difference saying. is is that you really need it now, uh, but if you would have been able to get it before you were diagnosed with <laughs> right. type two diabetes, then maybe you wouldn't have gotten type two diabetes. I don't know how many of these people on TikTok. I don't know if that's true are, or not. I don't know anything about it. But. I don't know how many of these people on TikTok are actually getting the prescription. They could just be making videos, but there are a lot of videos of women that don't look obese to me. Well, you can buy it are, online. It that says. are saying they're using it to lose weight, and I assume that you could probably go to your doctor and say, "Hey." Depending on the doctor, maybe some doctors are like, no, maybe they doctor shop. But some of these women that look like, you wouldn't call them obese, for sure. Right. And they claim that they went and got a prescription for Ozempic to help them lose weight. If that's the case, then I could see it from the people suffering from type 2 diabetes even more so. Because now, at that point, it's... It is less of a health thing, at least. It's becoming more of a Well, I can almost guarantee you, and maybe I'm wrong, but I would think it's coming. And it's going to be at your local says You'll be able to get as much as you want. I mean, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. They're, well, and they're going to get this. So one of them's already approved for weight loss, right? So mm-hmm. what they're going to do is keep making plenty of it. Yeah. Make sure that doctors, I don't know what the rules are now, what they tell doctors, the guidelines are for how overweight you have to be to get prescribed this stuff. Maybe you don't have to be, you know, like if you want surgery, they say you got to have this percentage of BMI body fat or whatever. whatever. But maybe for this stuff, they're just like, hey, if you're, you know, 20 pounds overweight. You can get it. I don't know. But if that's the case, they're going to need to keep making this stuff because they're oh, going to yeah. sell a lot of it. And they're going to oh, sell yeah. as much of it as they can until that trademark runs out or whatever it is. And then once it's Which generic. Which I'm guessing will be a long time from now. It'll take a while. And then once that generic is out there, baby, forget about it. Over the counter, potentially. I don't know. It was weird to think that maybe you could get something over the counter that works that well. There's so few drugs over the counter that really do stuff. Most of them were made over the counter years and years right. ago. Benadryl. Yeah, Benadryl. And the idea of injecting yourself with a weight loss drug, it might still be a prescription, but it can also be one of these things where it's just real easy to get. Like going to the doctor and getting prescription for allergy medicine. I mean, if it works. Like I mean, people say it works. If it works and if it's... I've read nothing about what the drawbacks are. Like, oh, but it also causes these problems. I've I think it's the same that. stuff that you get with other... Like, you know, 
cramps and diarrhea or yeah, something in your stomach or right. something. Yeah, your stomach problem. Yeah, because I've not seen anything where they're like risk warnings. Doctors mm-hmm. are scared about people using this. I know, like you said, doctors, Laszlo, seem to be scared about how overweight America has gotten. So if we actually have a drug now that can help, and I know we're out of time here, but didn't you say we were talking about this off the air the other day? But Side effects you? are nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, and abdomal. Pain, abdominal pain. Sorry, didn't you say that that it's it, what it does is satiates hunger, basically? And we don't have to get into what yeah. all your doctors said about how that stuff works, but apparently, what it does is basically make you less hungry. And your reward center is is lessened for eating food. Yes. Is that kind of what the very yeah, very of, short yeah. version of it was? Yes. That great feeling that you get, which some people get more. Well, there was some where they did like where it actually worked as. So you we didn't have to get, but in SSRI, that was a different drug. An SSRI, right? Uh, releases serotonin because you're depressed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that one of them that they came out with, which I don't think is either one of these, and the doctor on Twitch can correct me, but there was another one when I read this article that was it did the opposite. So it stopped your brain from releasing the, the serotonin when you eat. So you are always like, but they had to get rid of that in Europe because people were killing themselves because there was no fun. Right, okay, because they're right, so they got rid of get... that one, and these ones apparently don't do that same thing. So what they do, I don't know. Well, so they, they seem to work, though. I right. looked at the percentages, so I don't think they're going to be going away anytime soon. we got to take a break, though. We'll come back and finish doing It's time to doom scroll with Slim Fast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo! Yo! All right, doom scroll, baby. All right, the Idaho slains. Obviously still a big news story every day. And, yeah. and today, uh, Koberger went in front of a judge. He, uh, what did you say there, Snowcone? He waved his right to a speedy, speedy trial. trial. That's what someone said online, so that's what I'm saying. So, you know, he, he needs some time to... Get his, I don't know, get, his, get his ducks in a row. Get his defense going, figuring out... I don't actually know. I don't know why do you waive your right to a speedy trial. And... Even when they say you have a right to a speedy trial and people don't have right. to have one, do right. you? I don't think so. Cause couldn't your defense just say we're busy? I, I would think. we got to come up with some stuff? There's a lot of people I've who never heard them say you time. have to go to court tomorrow. This has got to be fast, boys. Right. No, I've never heard of that either. Mm-hmm. I have heard of people saying, like, I would like to go to court. And like, well, it's going to take us a few more years to get our prosecution. You're like, but you're holding me. There's no, I can't. Well, that is a problem I have with the legal system. That's insane to me. That is crazy. You sit there for four years or whatever it is, and then... Well, you you can even take, like, the biggest case in the world. I know everybody says he's guilty or whatever, but take OJ. They wouldn't let him out. Right. And then he's found not guilty. You don't get that time back. No. No. He already did time for something he didn't do. Yeah, I still don't understand. You can say... So the judge can say absolutely no bail, or they can just make it astronomically high... Right. Because it's supposed to be, I don't know. And then if it's Phones supposed to be, I just it doesn't make any sense. And if it's supposed to be because you're a risk of flight, like who doesn't know who OJ is? Right. We literally, everybody watching on TV, so where's he going to go? Can't you put a tracker on his ankle? Well, I mean, literally, we don't have to. He's OJ. We know if you want to OJ, like, that's OJ. Right. It's going to be kind of hard. Like, OJ left. Like, no, we, I just saw him. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like Koberger. I couldn't pick him out anywhere. Right. Well, I did see there's some forensic expert on Dr. Phil talking about how this DNA evidence. Dr. Then, Phil really still? Like, yeah, I was okay. shocked. I was shocked. Honestly, if you told me that show's been off the air for a couple Yeah, of days, I like, thought we okay. just saw old clips of it. Maybe he kind of lost that bad baby battle, so maybe he just, you know, walked Sending away. Sending kids to over. camp. Yeah. But uh, this oh, it's guy. it's the ranch. Is it the ranch or the camp? The ranch. The ranch sounds right. The ranch sounds better. Mm-hmm. Well, that was for people who didn't behave, right? You're going to go kids, do push yeah, ups. My kids always just said, I'd be like, hey, go do this. I'm like, what are you going to do? Sit in the ranch? Yes. Yeah. I, I don't just know what's might. there, but it can't be good. It doesn't sound like fun. 
Uh, so they, he had a forensic expert on who said uh, that the DNA evidence on the knife sheath is a very big deal. Basically made it sound like uh, you know the cops have got a lot, and it's going to be real tough for Koberger to beat this. There's also possibly some new details about the timeline of this whole thing. Brian Koberger in front of a judge again today, facing four counts of first-degree murder. The quadruple homicide case that has captivated the country for months broke open on December 23rd when forensic genealogy led investigators to a specific family and that eventually led them to Brian Koberger himself. The probable cause affidavit says that same day, December 23rd, police issued a warrant for Koberger's cell phone records. Days later, investigators also searched the trash at the Pennsylvania home and found a strong DNA connection. So there was that. There is more timeline about when they started using the you know genealogy to trace the DNA, how long it took. And I heard them say something, Lazo, about the car. When they were looking for that uh, Hyundai, right, and that the school—I think it was the school—I think Washington State, right—had uh, alerted them, like, "Hey, yes, you know, this is his car that's registered." So yeah, when they an were officer with the school had found it already, and they said, like, a few days later, "Hey, be on the lookout for this." What you would think is like they're trying to see what he's going to do. Exactly. You know what I mean? Right. It's what Lazo and I were saying at the time. Like they know, they probably or know who this. I guy. saw someone else say that. If they put that out, he might come to them to say, hey, it's not me. I have a white Elantra, but I just want you to know it's not me. But they already have their eye on him. Well, that would be ridiculous. Well, no, yeah. so like he inserts himself to say it's not me, you know, because if... I know, but that would be like, I mean, I get they it. Do I mean, that. He murdered right. someone, it could be weird, but that would be weird. Like, hey, we're looking for a white Elantra, and you just rub, like, not me. Yeah. Like, but okay, well, they, maybe it's you. But then they have... Because you're like the only DNA. one who came in and said, I have a white Elantra, but it's not <laughs> well, me. No, there'd be a lot of other They ones. sold 27 million of them. There'd be like, a lot of other ones saying that. And, and the, there are lots of stories of these suspects who go to the police station because they want to know what the cops have. They're trying to get information. Right. Like, yeah, oh, hey, I saw you looking for this. Uh, you know, I got one of those, but... Uh, you know, it wasn't me, obviously. So what else are you guys working on? Any other uh, leads? I and would be the opposite. Seems, me like, too. If your white Elantra, I'm like, it's an Integra. But well, if like, it says Elantra, I'm like, no, it doesn't. No, 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 but no, if no, it no, 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 If it wasn't you and you had a white Elantra and you lived nearby. I would not go to the police and no, be like, me neither. white Elantra. I would not alert them. I would <laughs> like, not I tell them about it. any reason for me to go in there and be like, hey, no. I know you guys are investigating a murder case. Why don't you just throw my name in the hat? Yeah. No, to go say it's not. I know what you're saying. I'm saying, and I'm with Lazo, I wouldn't. And if they said, why didn't you tell us? You'd be like, I don't watch the news. I didn't know. Sorry, what did I do? Something wrong? I had yeah, no, no idea. Why, you guys but it's also to see what he does with the car now. Right. No I mean, there's way. multiple reasons. I don't want to talk to the police voluntarily. Like, I'm not just, you know, now it doesn't mean socially. If you want to go do a fundraiser or something, fine. But if you're trying to solve a crime, I'm not going to go up there and voluntarily <laughs> talk to them and say, hey, no, I got one of the sure. things you're looking for. just want to clear my name. It's not me. Not happening. The house. I said somebody died at Hooters. I just want to let you know it wasn't there. Right. Oh, okay. Thanks. Okay, well. Next That's thing you know, they're putting an what air was your tag name again? on you. Right. right, who are you? Like, listen, uh, Serge, I think I'm going to fall this guy. And he's like, yeah, you bet your ass you are. The house from the Goonies, the house where all the kids met up, they yeah. hung out in the house that was going to be taken away by those mean, evil guys with umbrellas. Uh, it sold to a big Goonies fan. Now, they said, listen to how high this price is. I honestly thought... If you told me that's what houses in that area cost, I believe it. $1.6 It's not a huge I've house. Seen it. So that does seem a bit high. But... I don't know. How much did they buy the uh, Christmas Story house for? That sold a couple times, and I feel like people paid too much money for it. Anyway, this guy who bought it wants you to know he's a Goonies fan, and his whole goal here is to preserve it. So far, it doesn't sound like he's got any plans to like, put a pool in the front yard and turn it into a nightclub. He just wants to make sure that the Goonies house stays as is. Maybe Chunk already got to the police. Maybe Chunk is dead. Don't say that. Never say that. Goonies never say die. Well, one Goonies super fan just paid a pretty penny to snag the house that started it all. According to People Magazine, entrepreneur Bayman Zachary bought the famous Oregon property for a whopping $1.6 bucks. 
three-bedroom, two-bed bath Victorian home was, of course, at the center of the 85 cult classic film. The new owner wants all you Goonie fans to know that he sees himself as a caretaker and steward of that iconic okay. home. So three-bedroom, two-bath Victorian home somewhere in Oregon. It looks, it looks very scenic there. If you told me that house cost $1.5 million, I wouldn't uh, be that shocked. It's expensive, glass, but... So. I don't know. So, you are not a Goonies person. You're saying you don't think, I don't you've ever think seen I've it. ever seen it. Like, Snow- it could, maybe if it was on, I'd be like, of course not, but no. I can't tell you anything about it. You're shaking your head over there, Snow Cone, like, what a stupid movie. I no, got that impression. Well, I've seen it all. I could find Well, he just, they were just talking there, and you were shaking your head like this. I, did I get the wrong impression there? Yeah, I think oh, okay. Did. So, yeah. are you a Goonies fan? Yeah, I, mean, I like it's fine. I'm not like a. I'm a little bit younger than it. Like you, there is a age. sweet spot. Yeah. So yeah. my older brother's here. He's eight years older than me. Are you a Goonies fan, or was it a little too? It was kiddy? a little young for me. A little young for you, yeah. right? So that I think sweet we're spot. We're like close to the same age. It's like I was aware of it, but I didn't need to watch it. Right. Yeah. It's like uh, you know. I remember. I don't know how old I was when I started. Was a lot of. People slightly younger than me liked Nightmare Before Christmas. I was like, oh, you I've you liked that? that I had no idea that you liked mm-hmm. that. I thought we I've didn't like that. And then all that stuff starts. And then the reviews start to change over time. I'm like, yeah, it was a classic. People I'm loved it. Yeah. it's But but there are those movies that you have for your generation where it's a real short window. Spy Kids is one that I hear people who are around 30 talk about all the time. Right. I never saw Spy Kids. Well, now it changes because there's I have that big blind spot when I was a kid. But now I know all those because I have kids. Yeah. So, like, I like Spy Kids. I would have never seen it when I was a kid, but now, you know, I've seen it with my kids. Right. And so I I had no idea until years later, and all of a sudden, people who I thought were my age keep talking about Spy Kids. I'm like, damn, you're you're not my age. You're 10 years younger than me because I'm 40 years old. Uh, (laughs) Let's see. The uh, egg thing. Remember we were talking about why are eggs so expensive? Well, the news has an answer. It's a couple of things, Laszlo. But everything's more expensive. But the eggs... It is the most shocking. The national average for a dozen, more than doubling in costs from 2021, jumping even more in some states. Eight dollars, eight cash. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> and that's if you can $8. find them at all. Experts say food prices have been impacted by severe weather, labor shortages, and Russia's ongoing war in Ukraine. But when it comes to soaring egg prices, another big reason is the deadliest avian flu on record, which is impacting mm. almost every state. So once one bird gets that they all get taken out in short order. It's wiping them out. So if you want eggs, you got to get your own chickens, Laszlo. Well, I mean, okay. I guess it's expensive because of what we were used to, but if you really thought about it, like there's a farmer somewhere and he's waiting for chickens to shoot eggs out of there. Do they have vaginas? Well, sure. <laughs> I don't know. Is that where it comes out of? Well, that I know. Is that a chicken vagina? I don't think anyone I knows for sure. I don't know where sure, it comes but, out of. Yeah. But it's shooting them out, and then they take it, they put it, these things can break all the time, put it on a truck, bring it to your grocery store, you get 12 of them for less than a dollar each. It's pretty crazy. It's still pretty cheap. Oh, I thought you meant less than a dollar each for the dozen, because that's what they used to no, cost. No, less than a dollar yeah. each than an egg. Yeah, After all on. of that happened, yeah. the chicken birthday, you picked it up, it didn't break, you put it in a truck, took it all the way to Price Chopper. And then you're like, man, seven bucks. Right. I don't know. That's pretty cheap. And what is it, Henley? Is it one egg or two eggs a day? Isn't it maybe only one? So you got to have a lot of chickens. I don't. I, here's the thing, though. If eggs become $20 a dozen, like I don't have to keep buying eggs. Eggs are one of those things I buy and sometimes I use and sometimes I don't. I guess if you have kids and it's part of their daily routine and you, eggs is always a cheap way to feed house, them protein. Really. Uh, I'll eat them, but I like a good fried egg sandwich, buddy. I like corned Ooh, beef hash I love with fried egg sandwich. Yeah, geez, like it's fast, quick, yeah. boom, you're out. So good, done. 
That was my mom's thing. I like a uh, hash, corned beef hash. With the I had a mom joke with your brothers here. Yeah, yeah, I know. You better be I careful. Saw it and I was like, man, you know what? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go ahead and use that. I'll it's save good. that Friday <laughs> joke for later. I'm good. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What are you doing? I'm looking at a flight attendant. Okay. She, uh, she's popular right now. This is her. That's what she looks like. Yeah. She's got a TikTok. She's uh, telling people tips and and tricks for uh, traveling and what the rules of the airplane are, settling some some age-old debates about flying, including what we were talking about the other day, which is reclining the seat. But yeah. the first thing she said, which seems pretty obvious to me, but she said that if you're going to be on an airplane, you should take a shower. I think that's... Mm. Fair, I think you should probably, you know, shower if you're going to be around people, just in general. If you see someone put their nasty foot right here where you're sitting, tell them to get their foot off. It's gross. Second, don't walk around the airplane without your shoes. Oh, it's so gross. I understand sitting and taking it off. That is pretty gross. Really gross. Walking around without the shoes. I mean, there's a lot of yeah, places where it's that? gross. I've seen On women do it. Yeah. I mean, maybe I have it. In my head... It's real easy to imagine because people get on airplanes. A lot of times, the first thing they do is they kick their shoes off. You know, the sandals wearers, mm. the sandal wearers. Still, that's a little. Uh, but walking around the airplane, guys, don't do it. I had someone clipping their fingernails, and it was like, bing, bing. Don't do personal hygiene on the aircraft. Painting your fingernails, awful. And lastly, please take a shower before you get on the plane. There's nothing worse than sitting in a seat and you're sitting next to someone who has B.O. Yeah. The foot thing being put up, I've seen so many pictures that people post of someone sticking a yeah. foot up on their seat. Yeah. I mean, I almost got to think that some of these are just faked because they're trying to get karma on Reddit mm -hmm. or something. Are mm -hmm. that many people really down to their bare feet, sticking their bare feet in between armrests on the seat? That's disgusting. And I'm, I'm too much of a... Pussy. To I say would anything. say something. I mean, Lazo that would be would too much. Something. I mean, I know you know me. I wouldn't do no, it. I know, have to be a lot. For that, that's worth saying something. That's like, yo, that's enough. And I don't know, like, do you start off in a nice way? Are you like, hey, I'm sorry. Could I you, might try to move myself around where it's aggressive, but not aggressive, where it's obvious I don't want this to happen. Yeah. But if you're still doing it, like, you know, maybe put my arm somewhere, right? Yeah, you got it. I mean, that's just so gross. If it's up there in the armrest, or when, or either way, it doesn't matter. Just don't take your shoes and socks off on the airplane anyway. What about the people sitting next to you? I guess a lot of people are wearing flip flops, which just you can at least leave those on. You're barely wearing shoes anyway, mm. right? So just leave the damn things on. Don't walk around mm. barefoot. I guess that's walking around barefoot isn't as much my problem. It's more just gross to think that you are comfortable doing that. But I know some people they just they really hate shoes, Laszlo. They 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 can't stand to have their Feet. Yeah, gotta uh, take off those heels at the wedding. It? Yeah. And go to the buffet. Right. right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Walk around barefoot. Uh, she does say if you want special what a treatment. Wedding. Right. Like you, you got dressed up. You probably right. spent some time picking out what you're gonna wear for this, and now you're walking around barefoot with dirt toe Ugh. over at the punch bowl. You're doing high kicks on right. the dance floor, and the bottom of your feet are just black and gross with. It's so disgusting. What, what if there was a girl, Lasso, serious question, that you and saw if you don't a wedding? don't want to wear heels, don't wear them. I'm telling you, put Jordans on with your dress. I don't care. Absolutely. Put on a pair of <laughs> Don't care. It's better than you. I mean, you're like, well, if I didn't have to wear heels, then I wouldn't. Well, but you're not wearing them. Right. You're barefoot. What if you were at a wedding, you're single, there's a girl there. Yeah. And you're way into her. Maybe even yeah. someone you've known from the past, like, oh my God, she's here. She looks great. Yeah. 
And someone tells you, like, I think she's single. She, yeah, you yeah. should probably ask her out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's completely barefoot at, yeah. at the end of the night, dancing around yeah, yeah. on the floor, on mm-hmm. the tile floor, and her the bottom of her feet yeah. are just black. Actually, it's the kind where it's the, the dirt is starting I'm... to come up around the sides of her feet. Yeah, oh, God. Is that a deal breaker? For what? Like, say, hey, do you want to ride home with me? For tonight? Yeah. Or for long term? For, for tonight. For tonight? Nah. I mean, where am I at? I mean, you're wanting to... Have I know, had a couple of up. drinks, or have I had more than a couple? Sure. Whatever if I've you had more do. than a couple, then no deal breaker at all. Yeah, whatever you would do at a wedding. I, I'm guessing at a reception, you probably have a few drinks, right? It's an open bar, I'm why guess, not? You know, I mean, I'm not, I don't love it, but uh, probably not a deal breaker. But I'm not, I mean, you know, magic shower time. Would you ask her to put... Well, that's what I was going to ask. Would you ask her to put on shoes when you, if you went back to her place... Like, hey, you know what I really love? Well, I do that anyway, so it right. covers it. So yeah. Just make I'm sure like, that put you put those on. on, because what I don't need is... I just think seeing that in front of you, her feet go up in the air, and there's I'm probably all that dirt. Anyway. I, don't know. I like to say, oh, well, maybe it could be a deal breaker. It's not going to be a deal breaker. That's ridiculous. It would take a lot more than that. You're horny. You're at a wedding, and now this person wants to sleep with you. It's going to take more than dirt, though, but I could live without it. Now, if you want special treatment from the uh, flight crew... I, I've never thought, like, I wish I could get special treatment. Maybe if you're trying to get bumped up to first class. Mm-hmm. I told you guys, I, I read, I think I might have read part of it to you. There was an article saying that if you have a nice watch, because we mentioned this to Nick when he yeah. got us those watches, if you have a nice watch when you go to the counter to check in, sometimes they will see that you have a nice watch and they might think you have money and that you are somewhat important or a frequent flyer or whatever. Now, I'm guessing by the rest of my outfit, they can tell the watch. Probably isn't even real, but who knows? And they said that sometimes they noticed that, 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 that it was like a list of who's most likely to notice watches and that right. people working at the counter at an airport are like top of the list. They notice that people are wearing nice watches. Other than that, though, I don't know what you're supposed to do to be getting special treatment nor why you, you would want it. But I guess if it's a long flight and you'd like to get some free stuff, she says there's a very easy thing to do. And apparently a lot of people do this. I've never heard of Being this. Being a flight attendant is exhausting. You're always in different time zones, waking up crazy hours and dealing with angry customers. So I promise you the next time you fly, if you want special treatment from the flight attendants, this is all you have to do. $5 Starbucks gift cards. It means the world to us when a customer gives us this. And if you don't have gift cards, you can just pick up some candy bars, lip balm, anything, and give them to your flight attendants. We will know where you're sitting, and we will know what you look like, and the whole crew will make sure you are taken care of. That's if, a good idea. It is. And she also makes it sound like people are doing this. They're stopping and getting gift cards I'm for sure, their yeah, flight I'm sure attendants. When I heard that, I was like, of course. Why not? So you just you're getting yourself something, right? Mm-hmm. And you're at that thing, and so you just pick up an extra bottle of water, or you pick up like an extra candy bar, and you'd be like, "Hey, I know you guys work all day. Grab you this." Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, what should you expect? That's the next level. What do you get in return? Do you Maybe think? you That's get the snacks thing. for free instead of you know. Sometimes they charge you for the food, and sometimes they'll say because mm-hmm. we're running late, okay. we'll just give it to you. Maybe they're like, "Hey, you you want an extra beer? Don't worry about it." I don't know. That's what I'm curious. What if people are doing right. this? What is the part? Is it just yeah. to be nice or? Do you sometimes get things in return? I don't think I should be doing lip balm. I, I, just a guy that looks like me, if I give her like, hey, I got you some fancy lip balm, yeah. that might be a little weird, but for yeah. maybe for women, it's okay. I think I'd stick with the $5 Starbucks gift card. That makes more sense. But well, I would, okay. What? I would think you just bring them something that they could use right then. Well, yeah. What, so what'd she say? Like, she I said, think like candy or something, right? You know, sure. like, you know. She said Starbucks because they're traveling constantly so they can use it wherever. When they right. get to the airport. I think yeah. that makes a lot of sense. The so, Starbucks, they're always going to be buy one. Yeah. And she also said limp bomb, so maybe somebody, I don't know. But she also, this woman, she settled a debate finally. A debate that I think we've talked about on this very show. 
And I don't actually think that we, that, I don't think we came to this conclusion. I know we've said that you shouldn't recline your seats unless there's no one behind you. She says you can. But she also settles the age-old armrest debate. Who gets the armrest? You're sitting in the middle. You get both armrests. Both. Don't be that person who's sitting at the window, who gets the window, plus this outer armrest, and then takes the middle armrest. Middle gets middle armrest. If you're sitting at the window, you get to control the window panel. If you're not, unfortunately you don't. They get to say. You can ask nicely, but if they don't want to, they don't have to. If it's not takeoff or landing, you get to put your chair back. You paid for that seat. Airlines design it so you can lay your chair back, put your chair back so you're more comfortable. All right, that's the one thing I disagree with is the reclining. Now, when it comes to the window shade... When you got the window seat, you get to pick. You do get to choose. Yeah, and, and if you're I in the know, middle, you get both armrests. You get both yeah. armrests, both. right? Yeah. Like, Everyone that's knows it. That. It's settled now. You get both armrests. But with the window shade, there have been times like you know, I'll close it. I'm trying to sleep. You're trying, you know. And then you see the person next to you, and they look and like, oh, it's closed. Have you ever felt the need like, oh, here, let me open this. I think people uh, want to look out. If I see them looking out, I'm like, bam! You just close it. Close that's it. the Laszlo move. Mm-hmm. Or look out somebody like, else's window. It's like it's, the sun is right in my face. <laughs> and you're like, perfect, great. Let me move back. Get that mm-hmm. right in your way, there, buddy. Mm-hmm. The church, the church of Laszlo. Yo, yo, what's going on, Laszlo? You played sports in school. I did. There's been stories like this. I'm sure we've talked about. I know it happened at my school. There was a kid who got hurt. Uh, they used to do what do they call it? Two a days, and I think they would do them in August, like before school started. Yeah, of course. And they would make them run. Uh, at least one of the times they would run in their pads, and it was hot. Yeah, it was we like two a days all the time. And they finally I mean, said, usually it, it was in summer though. Yeah, like August, right? Oh, you're saying like even earlier than that. Before school started. Yeah. Before school started, you do two a days. You have to get there like 6 a.m. and you go home for a couple hours and do another right. one. Yeah. I was thinking it was like early August, something like that All when right. I started yeah. doing it. But I don't know. But I know they used to do it at our school and then they had to change it because there was, I think, at least two different kids who passed out and had to go to the hospital, dehydration, and then they okay. did all this stuff about you know safety and how to stay hydrated. Well, now Rockwall, Texas... This right. is uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area, just outside Dallas. Coach there. I coach football, and uh, I, that water thing, like, we weren't allowed to get water. That was like a but That thing? was like, yeah, no, you had to ask for it. And if you asked for it too much, you were kind of called weak. Yeah. But now that I coach football, you know, they have we have volunteers who walk around with water. Yeah. So even if you're in the drill practicing, they'll pour water, and like, boom. I mean. It just makes sense. I mean, one, you know. Uh, you're a human being, for God's right. sake. You're also a kid, you know. Right. I get what they were trying. They didn't know any better. You know, it was the same reason why we didn't have car seats. Just trying to toughen us up. They didn't know. But now that we do know. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do like, know. Yeah, we do know. And now we have, you know, people walk around while the coaches are coaching and kids are playing, giving them water. We also know that there's been plenty of stories where high school athletes get injured or sick or hurt or even die from yeah. some sort of strenuous exercise or gameplay. And you as a coach, Lazo, I'm sure, I know you're not coaching high school, right. but I'm sure you're thinking to yourself sometimes, is this okay? Is it, am I allowed to do this? Can they run with pads on even though it's, it's not hot out, right? Like, can they run with pads well, there are rules. do that that are dictated There's set by the guidelines, league? like what kind of practice you can run dictated by the heat. Okay. So if it's like 90 degrees or higher, then it's like you can wear shoulder pads and a helmet only. And I'm, I don't know what they are exactly. If it's 95 or higher, then it's, you know, nothing. Just you, you're wearing shorts and a T-shirt. And then for each degree, that's it. And then the mandatory water breaks. But for the team that we coach, we give it to them anytime they want. You just say you're thirsty, you can go get one, man. 
Yeah, the withholding water thing is crazy. And just say you're thirsty. And then the other thing is like, well, you know, like, okay, do I think kids try to get out of running and say they're thirsty and go get water? Sure. But you know who those kids are. <laughs> like, you know right. what I mean? It's not like they're fooling you. Right. That's right? I'm more interested in a kid who won't stop and go get water when he needs it, as opposed to the kid who wants to sneak off. Or, I know who you are. I'm yeah. not. You're not fooling me. I got it. Yeah, the star player, because you got to tell him. Right. I can be like, yo, hey, get some you, water. You need to get some water. You need to take right. a break. I appreciate your, yeah. your effort right. and your hustle. Go get water. Well, this Texas high school football coach has now been placed on leave. He had a few players that got hospitalized after this workout. This involved push-ups. Um, it's Rockwell Heath High School. Apparently, he made players... Go into a room, and depending on which article you read, he either asked them to do 300 or 400 push-ups wow. within an hour. High school, huh? Yeah, within an hour. Rockwall Heath High School football is now under the microscope. An independent firm is investigating what led to several student athletes being hospitalized following a workout during eighth period athletic class. The head coach, John Harrell, has been put on administrative leave. In a letter to parents, the school's principal says multiple student athletes were required to perform multiple push-ups last Friday. It was 300 push-ups during an hour. 300 push-ups in an hour. That seems like a lot. Now I almost seems undo. Like if someone were to say, I think even when I was in boot camp, that's what I was going to ask. If you. they were going to say you're going to do 300 push-ups in an hour, my mind would be like, you're just telling me I'm going to do push-ups for an hour, right? Like there's no, we're not. That's not a thing. Like there may be one dude in here who can do it, but all of us can't do that. Yeah. Right. You're just telling me you're doing push-ups for an hour, kid. Yeah, and then, and then I, that would be about my. I mean, I would understand that concept of it. I wouldn't think like, no, you have to do three hundred. I've only seen it in the movies. What do they say when they say? Do they say drop and give me ten, twenty? Drop and give me twenty. Uh, that was a lot of it. Drop and give me twenty. Drop and give me fifty. Fifty. A lot of fifties, I think. Drop and give me fifties. And then I'm guessing you have to drop take and some keep sort of going things. until I tell you to stop. You know, that'd be some. Just yeah. Drop. What happens? I've always been curious. What happens when you do stop and you're like, I can't anymore? And they're telling you, you better. They kind of like they better. They push you and push you and push you and scream at you, but they also stop. Right. Like there just becomes there's... a point where I can't do anymore. Uh, so they're gonna make it make you go to that point to where you physically can't do anymore. And then they're right. going to yell at you some more and call you names. But there becomes a point where I no longer can lift my body off the floor. Well, how many push-ups do you think you could do in an hour right now? Uh, Obviously, I'm not going to test it. But if you just had to guess, Snowcone shaking his head. Uh, Snowcone, can you give me an hour? I think like 50. You think you could do 60 in an hour? Yeah, 60 to 80. I'd, in my head, because I'd have to break them up in sets of 20. That's what I'm thinking. Four sets of 20 I yeah. could do, probably. Ooh, yeah. So I'm breaking up in sets My of last five. 20 would be tough, though. I could do five sets of 10 over an hour. Spread them out. Yeah. Uh, I, would, I would break them up in sets of five, but I'm worried that by the second or third set, I'm not, I'm not getting that. Probably. Fourth and fifth. Never use the timing right, but yeah, I think I could probably. Didn't do that. you do how many? You did twenty that day, no yeah. problem, right? Well, the first twenty is going to be easy, and the second twenty I know I can do because I do four. I'm like I know what I do in the morning, right? And you know, I pound an water hour. and do twenty five. I got an hour, but your arms start getting tired somewhere around sixty. Yeah, sixty five. That the time between the first set and the second set is going to seem like a lot. The time between the fourth set and the fifth set yeah. is going to seem like that came pretty quick. Yeah, for sure. Right. What these kids were, the source for the local news down there said that what the kids who went to the hospital had, they were diagnosed with uh, rhabdo or rhabdomyolysis. 
It, it's basically when you've. It sounds to me like reading about it that you're tearing muscles away from the from your Ooh. bones. So you know it's a skeletal muscle injury, mm-hmm. which I the way they describe it makes it like basically you get to the point where you don't have any strength because those muscles are now not connected. Right, and so you know you, you definitely can't do push-ups. It can make it hard to do anything. So I didn't know what I mean. Your kids that are doing uh, football, they're in sixth grade. So I don't know. Do you make them do push-ups? Yeah. Do you make them do so they do. That's part of it. Push-ups, run, yeah. uh, shuttle runs, make whatever they call it. I'm making my basketball team do push-ups when they do something dumb. Push-ups. Oh, it's like a form of punishment. Yeah. Well, I mean, at part, you know, yeah. For basketball, for sure, it's just punishment. For football, it's part of the workout. And for baseball, there's you know, you know make them do push-ups unless you're screwing around. Snow cone. Baseballs, you know, whatever. Yeah, what do they do in baseball? I, you don't think of it. They do push-ups. I've seen them doing push-ups in yeah, baseball, Yeah, but I've right? never really punished baseball. Uh, they make them run poles. That was a pole. File pole to file pole. Okay. File pole to file okay, pole. Sure. Okay, So it's like running the length of the field. Get out there and run some poles. Yeah, right? okay. That's it. The running. Like baseline to baseline. Yeah. Every time your coach in PE told you to run, you just hope, like, I hope he turns away now. I'm going to start running. But hopefully right. when I get over here, maybe he'll be looking back at the group. Yeah. I'm going to have to take a breather. Because we had coaches in high school who would say, just run the whole class because they were mad yeah. at you. They're probably not allowed to do that anymore, I'm guessing. That's probably discouraged. Maybe they still do it. I don't know. What? Just make kids, who, if, as punishment, just run for the entire hour. Yeah. I don't know if they still make kids do that in school or not. In football, I make you uh, – so say there's a running back and he fumbles the ball, right? Okay. And now we got a problem. He starts fumbling the ball, you know, more, two, three times, right? Well, first I started making him do push-ups. But now that he hasn't corrected this problem, I make the rest of the team do them while he watches. That's good. <sighs> you watch while the rest of your team does push-ups because you can't hold the football. It's like full metal jacket. You're killing me, Petey. Yeah. But don't you also want the guy who fumbled the ball? You're trying to, don't you? There's something you hand him the ball the next play, right? So that he doesn't get. Yeah. Uh, well, keep doing it. And I mean, because if you don't, then you are saying no. Yeah, I know that's what most coaches would do. I don't trust you now because there's a yeah, point where you say no. Don't give that person the ball anymore. And I don't trust yeah, there that is a point where I don't. Right. So just forget about it. Uh, okay. I then, coach defense anyway. So. And the, and they're sixth graders. I would think it's not too strict. Do you think I could keep up with their workout? No. No. Yeah. Okay. No. I'm not going to argue with you. Could Snow Cone? Um, like, could he maybe, run with I them? Think, yeah, I think Snow Cone could probably do everything. I think where – yeah, you could. I mean, you. yeah. I think you might get tired of when they're just doing the constant tackling drills where it's like run 20 yards and get hit by somebody or run 20 yards oh, and sure. block into a pad, <laughs> yeah. right? I think, they, I and I you. see it, like that is, it is, that looks tiring to me even when they do it. Yeah. Like you run 20 yards and hit that pad, run 20 yards and hit that pad. I think you could do it, but I think that's where you'd be like, whoa, I think all the push-ups and the, the running you know, is what get, would get me the gassers sure. and all that, you could will yourself through that. It's kind of like the middle of that practice where, yeah. you know, you just realize I don't have this in the tank. I can't do this. I don't think you get through. You're not allowed to do it, but if they did still have quote-unquote Oklahoma drills, I think some of those kids would break you in half. What's the Oklahoma drill? <laughs> just a tackling drill you go up and Yeah, you go up and put on pads. They and, don't do that anymore? Well, there's cert- you can do it, but there's certain rules to what you can and cannot do and yeah. how you do it. But if they just did one-on-one tackling drills, you and some of the kids on my team, no, I... I could. They can't all tackle me, right? They're literally Not all of them. They're littler than me. I'll plant yeah. my feet. I'll make it tough, man. I, I could. I'm not worried about you know being what? tackled when by them. When it starts, we're gonna bring you out. Let's not. We're gonna put the pads <laughs> on you. Let's not. 
But I'm going to have you do tackling drills with seventh graders. They will be surprised by my speed. <laughs> and, I think they'll be surprised by your lack of it. No, I think they'll be quite surprised, and I think they're going to find it difficult to bring me down because once I plant my feet, you know, I'm We're, like a brick wall. Can we do this and bring a let's, camera? Let's yes, not. We can let's on just switch. not. It's a yeah. good joke, but obviously, I could, I could take those kids. I could do their their workout. Sixth grade workout. Seventh grade. Eh. No, I think you probably could get through the workout. My thought for you would be the tackling. Yeah. The getting tackled or the tackling there? Man, you're a tall, big, lanky target, man. Those yeah. kids are going to hit you in their knees with their shoulder pads as hard as they and can. And I'm just going to crawl right you out from their little arms. You can't get low enough. Like, <laughs> no, you yeah. You're... We'll see. You know what? I think I am ready for this test. Suit me up. <laughs> Put me in, coach. I'm ready to go. The Church, the church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? I got an update for you, Laszlo. Mm-hmm. You know I'm all about a good... I texted Chacho, by the way, about you being in practice and whatever. And? He just said he wants to fight you. Why does he want to fight me? Just to what see, what like I'm he's just, mad at me. He just said, "Well, I'll fight." Like we don't have to wait till football. Let's just well, fight. I didn't ask about like a you know <laughs> just straight kidding, up man. fight. <laughs> okay, because I don't know about that. That would be a little embarrassing. I'm pretty sure he kicked my ass. But if we're doing pads, maybe I can run away from him. Then I feel like I got some. We sort put of you in shot. a in a box. There's a cone and a cone and a cone and a cone. And you can't go out of it. You know what? I like to think that I do fine, and I'd like to keep it that way. I'm afraid that if I go try and I don't do fine, I think you do. Fine. I got enough things to kind of overcome when I get out of bed you in the morning fine. mentally that I don't need that too. Like you know, if he was a little bit older, just a little <laughs> bit older, it would be less. I mean, sixth grade, is, seventh grade. I mean, there's a big difference. You mean there. seventh? Yeah. So seventh grade, this it feels is... like hey, I got beat up by seventh graders. Yeah. You know, but you say you got beat up by elementary school kids. It's just well, they'll be in seventh. I'll wait till okay seventh grade. Then I guess I'll take my chances. Uh, you know I'm all about a good lawsuit. You're going to see him, man, with the shoulder pads too big, helmet. It'll look ridiculous. Just shaky. Why would I look ridiculous? You, you don't think there's tall people that play? Looks there's people that are 6'2", 200 pounds that you play football. They got a lot of muscle. You know his pants would be too short, his knees sticking out? They're yeah. receivers. I mean, I basically look like Odell Beckham. You do. That's a good point. <laughs> you know? That's a good point. I'm not saying, like, you know, I was good looking, but you know what I mean? We're, no, I'm, we're built. Like, if you just saw yeah, the saying, outline of us. I'm with you. Like a silhouette, you'd think we were the same person for sure. Uh, you know I'm all about a good lawsuit, getting rich, dying trying. Mm -hmm. People send me lawsuits all the time. Mm -hmm. Hey, how about this? This might work. There's been a lot of food lawsuits lately. But there was one a couple years ago that we talked about where somebody won, and it was possibly the craziest lawsuit, way crazier than the hot coffee or any of those. This would be the Geico, uh, I got an STD in this guy's car lawsuit. Do you remember this? It happened in Missouri. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember. Woman uh, hooks up with a guy I in his, remember. I believe it was a Hyundai Genesis. He said she'd be covered by insurance. She got it in the car. Yeah, she got HPV. She said that the guy knew that he had HPV and knew the risks of having sex and unprotected sex. I don't know, giving it to her. So she took you know, it to court. Uh huh. It just happened now. I, you know, you say this all the time. I just realized right now that you and Odell Beckham Jr. are different people. <laughs> right? I just realized it. I'm just telling happened you, to me. It's one of those pickle moments. Mm -hmm. I had Someone it. else on the text line said they get you confused twice a week. I had it today with the Hoot. I just have it with. Right. Oh, Jeff Beck and uh, right. Ron. Yeah, Wood. I just yeah. had it today. Default and Disturbed are different bands. You and Odell Beckham Jr. are different people. I had no idea. Yep. 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 Wow. I get Tony Hawk. Patrick Swayze and Kurt Russell. Yeah. You and OBJ. Yep. Different Weird. people. Everybody, yeah, because I was right. getting a lot of tweets about, why'd you get kicked off an airplane? I'm like, dude, that wasn't me. That was Odell. But anyway... <laughs> uh, Geico was told back when this happened, yeah, you know what? You are responsible as the insurer of the car. And Geico said, wait, 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 wait. We just insure 
if something happens to the car or if someone gets hurt because of like a car accident, there's some sort of mechanical failure, there's a car accident, things like that. We don't protect people, you know, from STDs when they're having sex in the backseat of a Hyundai. And the judge said, well, yeah, you do. And ruled that Geico is going to have to pay millions. I believe 5.2 million was the number they threw out. An identified woman claims that she caught HPV while having sex with a man inside his 2014 Hyundai Genesis. The man only identified as MB was insured with Geico. The alleged incident happened back in 2017. The woman asked for $1 million, saying that the man knew he had the virus and the risks of unprotected sex. Last year, an arbitrator in a Missouri court determined that sex in the vehicle directly caused or directly contributed to that woman contracting HPV. The man was found liable as well. Geico pushed back, arguing that the man's policy only covered injuries related to maintenance or use of the car. And now Geico is ordered to pay again that woman $5.2 million in damages. Okay, so that's from okay. like seven months ago. Wow. Well, it went to the Missouri Supreme Court, mm-hmm. and they have ruled unanimously to overturn the lower uh. court's ruling that favored paying the woman. Instead, the state Supreme Court judges said uh, Geico should have had a chance to weigh in sooner and sent the case back to the lower court for further deliberation. Mm. I will say, if you notice, Geico says... Injuries that, uh, you know, mechanical failures with the car or injuries that take place in the vehicle. Well, I mean, getting an STD in the car, it's like, okay, you're a homeowner, Lazo. Yeah. If someone comes over to your house to do work, say you hire someone to come uh, do your lawn, yeah. and uh, they got a lawnmower and it tips over on them. Mm-hmm. If they don't have insurance, I've heard stories where they could try and go after sure. your insurance company, right? So a lot of times you want to check to make sure these people have insurance. Right. So I guess getting... An STD in a car, like if she got in the STD in his house. What if someone came over to your house and got an STD? Right, then could you sue the homeowner's insurance? Could you say, hey, I got injured here in this home, which you insure. I mean, I hear and the there was argument. Negli- there was negligence involved. I hear involved the argument. Because the negligence was that he knew he had it. Can you sue someone if they give you an STD? I think. It's not criminal. So, um, it can be criminal, right? Sometimes I think if you knowingly give them HIV, HIV or I know that was but criminal. I don't think you can get well. In snow trouble. cone knows snow cone. Why would I know? Okay, so how do how am I supposed to go about this? Oh, shut up. Well, okay. no one ever told you you could sue Big Susie for giving you crabs, did she? Did no, you? no, no. But I also wasn't at a, like the best school, I, I, and I wasn't <laughs> in like the law wing. Maybe if I was right. dormed up with the lawyers. I mean, look, I'm all about these uh, lawsuits when they make sense, if you're going to false advertise or whatever. But I did think that Geico getting sued for $5.2 million and, and losing because someone got HPV in the back of a Hyundai, that seemed, that seemed like a stretch. But I also now feel bad for the girl who got HPV because she's been thinking now for months, oh, my God, I'm a millionaire. I right. mean, you're counting that money. $5.2 million, the judge says, yeah, Geico's got to pay it. And at this point, you also think, what's $5.2 million to Geico anyway? Sure, they don't want to do this. Sure. They don't want to set the precedent. That's what well, that's this is problem, about. Right. That's why they're fighting it. But if the judge says pay it, they'll probably just pay it. That's what I would have thought. But instead, so now they got to go back to the lower court? court. Go back to the lower court. They have to deliberate longer. It doesn't mean that she's going to get absolutely some, but I mean, if it's money. That, I mean, that just opens up the door. I mean, it does, right? All right, let's see. I'm not a lawyer. I don't really know what precedent means. But if I'm right in what I think it means, it means like if people are suing insurance companies for getting crabs in the back of a Toyota, then if it happens once, it can happen again, right? Like, 
According to this one, a lot of people get crabs in the back of a Toyota. I'm on. <laughs> that's a good, good drop for them to use. You know, Toyota. A lot of people get crabs in the back of a Toyota. So I'm looking at LegalMatch.com. It says if you've been infected with a sexually transmitted disease by your sexual partner, you may be able to sue your partner for damages. In some cases, you may be able to sue for the cost of medical treatment, mm. pain and suffering, and potentially be awarded punitive damages. Many states have restrictions on when you can file a lawsuit against your partner. For example, you may need to file suit within a certain amount of time after discovering that you are infected. If you've been diagnosed with an STD, it's important to know your legal options for pursuing compensation. How would compensation. they know that you know that you had it? That's the thing. Like, how would Because you of prove? HIPAA, right. How would you prove it? How would you prove it in court? Like, you're you're going to come to me and say that I have to go to a doctor to get examined to find out if I have whatever it is? You're gonna have. You're gonna get my medical right. records unsealed to see if I, I have guess an STD. maybe they could. That seems like the. But even then, part. you'd have to know that I knew that I had it before I gave it to you. Right. That's the other thing. How do I know you didn't have it? How do you know right. I had it? How do I know you didn't give it to me? Uh, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of variables here that seem like they'd be difficult to prove. So, right. I mean, and it kind of goes back to Liza's old defense from the beginning. This is sure. always. This is you know page one of his playbook when it comes right. to dealing with you know. Some of life's a toughest hurdles. Yeah, it says in order to win a lawsuit against someone for giving you herpes, chlamydia, genital warts, HIV, AIDS, or another sexually transmitted disease, you may need evidence linking catching the disease to the person who gave it to you. This means being tested by a doctor or health clinic after being diagnosed with an STD and getting the results of the test to use as evidence against your partner if you decide to sue them. Yeah. Okay, sure, that proves that you have it. Right, that doesn't prove that you gave it to me. You gave it to me. So would I have to go and say, okay, I proved that I had it. Uh, I didn't have it on Thursday. And then I go back yeah, and have I to do go have take it on an STD Monday. test before when you don't think you had right. one. They're not going to do that. And how are you also going to prove that you only slept with that one person? In between the time that you took that right. test, just because it was a few days, doesn't mean anything. Right. And if I'm the person who's being sued, I would think I'd say, I don't have this STD. Right. And then how are they going to prove it? Can they really do that? I mean, I don't like this idea of just being no. like, hey, we want to see if you got hurt. I mean, they might be able to pull your medical records if you went to a doctor or you went to a free clinic. I can't imagine that they could. And, it, I mean, it's not like they can, I don't think at least, like Force car you to carbon get date your herpes. Like, how many years has he had herpes? I can tell you how long the virus has been active or whatever. Mm. And even if he did, what if you didn't know you had it? Right. What if you didn't know? Is there a law that says you have to go get a clean bill of health for STDs before you have sex with someone? No. Right? No. If you'd say to someone, There's do you have any not. STDs? And you say, no, not that I know of. And you really don't know it. Yeah. Is that, are you breaking law if you do have one? I guess the only way is if, they, if you knowingly. Right. If, if they can prove they can that prove you it. knowingly did it. If they had text messages where you texted a friend and he's turned like, yeah, on you. I got, and like, Man, I, I got crabs and yeah. I'm giving it to all these people tonight at the bar. Right? Exactly. Like, yeah, then, I didn't tell her at all. She didn't care. Yeah. She didn't even ask. I didn't even wear yep. a condom. Ha ha! I bet she's itching today. Something like that. Now you got a trouble, now maybe. you got a case. I think, but also, would, hopefully, you wouldn't do that. No matter how drunk you are, do that. And if you know you have an STD, then tell people about it. Obviously, well, just but, don't have sex or get it fixed. Well, right. If you can get it fixed, yeah. I mean, I guess some of them you can't get fixed, but well, no. Then you have to tell people, right? Then you got to tell people. But I, the idea of suing someone, all these laws like that. By the way, I just always think of like. Older white men who are elected in power, just like these states where they have, you know, the age to get married is 13 or whatever, or the age of consent. They're like, we're not changing it from 16. It's just men who are in charge. And that's why I'm not surprised at all that when you look at this, they're like, nah, it's going to be real difficult. Although for the STD thing, I can see why it's not just sexism or whatever. It seems to me like it would be really difficult to prove when you got it, that yeah. I gave it to you. 
you know, unless it comes with a UPC code, there's no way to track it to say this is exactly where it came from. So, no. I mean, unless... Well, they must have figured it out in the Geico thing. I'd love to know how. Because how they know that, like, if they only have sex that one time? Right. Is that the only person? Because if they had sex outside the car, then Geico's not... Right. Did he admit later... Like, Did I gave it to her like, in the car? I gave her herpes, or whatever it was. HPV. And we only had sex once We only in had the sex car. in the Hyundai, whatever. I mean, I don't know. But obviously, a lower court said yes. Yeah. $5.2 million. Figure it out somehow. Just, just be careful out there. And if you do run into some sort of uh, anxiety, you have a moment where you think, oh, no, I might be facing something like this. Get in touch with Lazo. He'll get the playbook out. Come on, um, man. What? Are you good at helping people stay calm? A lot of people yeah. like me can get a little too worked up, a little too that excited. And Lazo can help you stay calm and let you know it's not the end of the we'll world. formulate a plan. There's treatments for these we things. We'll formulate a plan. Yes. You're going to be okay. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. Is that it? That's it. We're done. That was a hell of a show, buddy. Good to see you guys. Yeah. It was fun. Have fun at football tonight. Yeah, of course, Those man. Those kids, I got their number. Or I guess you got baseball, right, too? Is that is there baseball tonight? Yeah, I don't coach that. I just have to drop them off at baseball practice. Oh, you don't go watch, though? Nah. Okay. I didn't know. Get some of that Mitra-9.com, huh? Yep. Mitra-9.com. <clears throat> Use that promo that code. Random. Promo code. Problematic. Swing by Pizza Tasio. Anything else? Uh, I mean, if you're still wearing glasses, call Dury, obviously. There you go. I think uh, there's not about tea cover center. <clears throat> tea center. If you're feeling uh, a little tired. And, um, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's all of them. How about you, Snow Cone? Oh, you centric. Good? Call oh, centric, good. too. You sure? Yeah. Had a good day today. <laughs> Which went really well. It did. Yeah, we had good numbers today. People were uh, impressed. Snow cone. Did you get the captions figured out? Not yet. Not yet. We'll get it done. We'll get it. Figure it out. You need a break. You you, you put too much on your plate at once. You get overwhelmed. Take a breather. Yeah, Yeah, we'll figure it out. Step back. Look at your success. We'll hit it again tomorrow. That's right. What are we going to hit tomorrow? Uh, trying to get the closed captions. Well, what are we going to talk about on the podcast? You should try to figure that out. Oh, yeah. People oh, yeah. should message us. What do you want to well, talk about? Just do it about? on our Reddit. We yeah. have a Reddit, right? Yep. That's easier. I feel like that's the list. best place. We don't ever talk about that. We don't talk about yep. it as much. Go, go, to our, right go to our subreddit. And are you going to post Go to our subreddit, right yep. which is just Reddit, whatever. Slash r slash Church of Lazlo. It's on yeah. our... Uh, there's yeah, a go to lazlo.church for all our links. Is our Twitch link up there yet? Yeah. Okay, good. So just for any of this stuff, just go to Lazo.church, right? Yeah, and then go to our subreddit and tell us what you want to hear on the podcast on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, because that makes things easier, right? Hey, did you hear? Um, I thought about you the other day. This TV commercial made me think of it. I don't think it's for that, but um, they're redoing Magnum P.I. Oh, no. But wait, is Tom Selleck going to be in it? Well, I don't know. Yeah. If he was going to be in it, I'd be excited. But it's like when they redid, you know, they did the Lethal Weapons series and stuff like that. You know, on paper, it seems like something I should care about. But And they redid Quantum Leap. I tried giving that a shot, but I do like the old Magnum P.I. Everything PIs. to know about Magnum P.I. If you told me they'd already tried to bring it back with somebody else, I would believe that too. But I'll give it a shot. No. I'll look into it. I'm sure Selleck will, if nothing else, at least make an appearance. Maybe he could play one of the other characters on the show. See, oh boy, you're not gonna know any of these people. Season five and cast includes Tim Kang, Zachary Knighton, nope, Snow Stephen Con. Hill, ringing any bells over Amy there? Amy Hill, Stephen Hill and Amy Hill, nope. Did you say season five? I'm sorry, man. 
Or is this a new show? Or did you just? I thought you just said season five. Is this a thing that's already been? It out must for a while? be. A new, I thought it was. I don't know. Maybe it's season five. That's season five. But I read somewhere that there was a new Magnum PI coming out. Maybe it's a movie. Well, if they're making a movie, I'm intrigued. It must be that because this series says I did not know there was five seasons of this Magnum PI. Oh yeah, season five first. Did look you know video. that was on Honey Out? No, like I said, if you told me so that it existed, like then. okay, all right, good show, Tom Selleck, stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo.